Good morning, we're Shur Slavimodi, we're on Lama Te'omad Beis. Now as we head into the last simon given for Benash Moshe's, or for night, day, etc. We've, uh, as we discussed yesterday, there are two simon we've discussed so far, i.e. the one way is by walking, walking from um, Shkia, let's say, until night, but it's four mil, but it's three quarters of a mil. That's one way of doing it. And our way of doing it is to look for the Hechtavatat and the Hechtavatat, whatever that, the Peshatan that is. Here we come with the one which people probably assume, I, I would assume that people assume, that is the, the simplest and most straightforward way of doing things. And that is, here we go, two, uh, three lines down in Lama Tehama's base. Omer Rabbi Yehud Omar Shmuel, Rabbi Yehud Asem B'Shem Shmuel, Kechov Echod Yom, if a person sees one star in the sky, Yom is still day. Shanayim, if he sees two stars in the sky, Bein Hashemoshes. It's now Bein Hashemoshes. Shalosha, when he sees three stars in the sky, Lido, it says now night. Definitely says Hakechobin. Tanya Lamihochi, he says we learned in a brighter, Kechol Echod Yom, if you see one star in the sky, Yom is day. Shanayim, if you see two stars, Bein Hashemoshes, it's Bein Hashemoshes. Shalosha, if you see three stars, Lido, it is night. So Omar Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi clarifies, this is not Rabbi Yossi from the Mishnah, this is Rabbi Yossi Bar Ovin. Um, so Rabbi Yossi Bar Ovin, he, um, he says, I'm assuming, yeah, it must be a different Rabbi Yossi, Loike Chovin Gedolim Hanir in Bayon. We are not talking about the big stars which one sees during the day. Uh, the Bach Father says Rabbi Yossi Bar Ovin. So we're not talking about the big stars which are seen during the day. Veloike Chovin Ketanim She'in Nirin Elobalayim. We are not talking about the, the small stars which can only be seen at night. Elor Beinonim. Rather, we are talking about the middle-sized stars. Okay? The big stars which can only be seen during the day, they don't count at all. Don't even bother counting them. The small stars which can only be seen well into the night, that's already today. We're looking for the Beinonim. That's what we're, that's what we're looking at here. So, um, Rashi says, B'Sheini Bein Ashmoshes. Sorry, that's, uh, sorry, B'Sheini Bein Ashmoshes, that's, that's the next thing. There is no Rashi on this. Fine. So, it sounds pretty straightforward, and that's, as it will be brought in Shulchan Aruch, we are looking for the Bainanim. One is day, two is Bein Ashmoshes, three is night. Sounds pretty straightforward. Uh, so, well, let's, let's uh, again, this is sort of the fact. The problem is like this. Let's first all start off. Which stars are we talking about, the big ones, which you can only see during the day? Which stars can you see during the day? There's not a single star you can see during the day. There's no such thing. That's what it is. You'll never see a star during the day. So what are these big stars you can see during the day? Hold the latest gear. So they hold anything before the latest gear is day. But that latest gear is already gone a bit dark. So, so if, you, if you go by the, by the, by the latest gear. Yeah. So in which case, what we call, I mean, that's already, as we said, is say, Kolak Kachon. Which exactly are the Kachon Ketanim, though? Because the Kachon Ketanim are out already by the time you get to the Arabi. I mean, that's part of the, the issue there. The answer, you're right. If you go to Rabbi Nitzam Shkia, it could be we could, it could be we are talking about some sort of stars. The answer is we are probably talking about planets. 
it's not you, it's not that common, but there are various planets which can be seen occasionally just before Shkiel. More commonly will come out, the first stars you'll see of the night will be the planets. Okay? It, it, it depends on the time of the year, where they are, etc. They can theoretically be, be seen. I.e., Venus will be the first one, then you've got Jupiter, Mars, and Mercury can be, can be seen, theoretically. It's not so common, but uh, I think Venus is quite common, but that normally would be later on. Right. But, let's... So that, that's the ones which don't count, obviously, right? Let's start off just by uh, sort of trying to understand a little bit about... Let's start from here. Uh, what, what, uh, what's going on here? The first thing is, as I'm sure you may well be aware, there's no real... I mean, there is, of course, there are bigger and smaller stars. That's not really what we mean, as we recognise it today. It's not the bigger, it's not the size of the stars. You have to realise that in times gone by, the way they understood it is, the stars are, are they're, they're, they're referred to as being, as it, as it's referred to on the Gal Galashmini. You know, there's different orbits, and the stars are referred to being as the Gal Galashmini, which means it's like seen as if all the stars are on one, uh, sort of, it's actually more like a globe, surrounding the whole, uh, if you want, if, if we're looking from a, a, a um, uh, sort of the earth thing in the sense of this surrounding surrounding us That's, so in which case then yes they assumed it must be the ones which can be seen earlier are bigger and the ones which are smaller can be um, will only be seen later the way we recognise it today is the stars throughout they're not in they're not at a fixed distance so therefore it's going to be yes size may have something to do with it but it's more the brightness of that star um, and moreover, obviously we know it's to, what, what's really stopping is, I mean, they're, they're much brighter than the sun. But, since the light has to travel much further, so therefore, in terms of the, the sun, yeah, because you've got the sun there during the day, that's why you don't see the stars. And these are all facts, I'm sure you know. Because the sun is there, you don't see, you don't see the, um, you don't see the stars. Hence, that's why the, in, uh, the, the astronomers, what they do is they have their telescopes and everything outside of the, the the atmosphere, it's beyond, well, that is, okay, the truth is that that's, that, 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 that's really, really going into another point, is because you've got the atmosphere, so therefore that also affects the, the, the point when you see the stars. But so therefore they, they, they have it out, outside the atmosphere, and therefore that uh, helps them to um, avoid that, uh, that problem. Fine. What they then do is, um, yeah, because also, this is also a point, is because, you see, if you go outside the atmosphere, the sun, you'll see the sun as you describe it, it's like a yellow plate. That's all it is. Here we see the sun as light everywhere. That's because of the atmosphere. A ray of light hits the atmosphere and it goes all over the place and you get the light dispersing all, all over the place. Go outside the atmosphere, you won't see that. That's why, as we said, therefore you won't see the stars during the day because even one ray of light just Disperses and it blocks out, as it were, your vision of the of the stars. Right? Is it mean like seeing you know, a light in the distance? No, because there's nothing for the light to reflect off. So, so what do you think about the, 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 the sun is basically just like a light source. Yeah. No surface around, so it's like looking at a light bulb in the distance at night. It's not going to look like it's lighting a whole area. I mean, maybe, but if it's just going to look more like a no, outside of the atmosphere. No, I think for us on Earth. 
on Earth, we see the light. Well, I mean, you this, this thing. Thing. I get a candle in the distance. It just looks like a point light yeah. source. So it's, that's probably similar to what the sun looks like. Because if you're far enough away, you're not going to see the small area it's lighting up anyway. Not the sun doesn't have a small area it lights up. Right. But just like the thing, it, that's what it would roughly be similar to. From our perspective or outside atmosphere? So from our perspective on a candle in distance, it's the same as outside atmosphere. Oh, I see what you're saying. Fine. Outside atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, it's something like that. So, um, fine. So that's that's why we don't, as we said, we don't see the, um, um, we don't see them. And as we said, then you've got these these different, these various planets, which very occasionally can be seen during during the day, right? Yeah, it, it, says it, it says it's not so common, but it can be seen um, more, more, yeah, more, more, more often, more often it'll be, it'll be just after scale, or 10 minutes after scale, something like that. Now, what they then do is, they actually, now they, they measure stars, going back a bit, they measure stars based on the brightness, I mean, I was, or, again, based on when you will see them, okay? And what they, what they do is they give it a measure, starting from naught, naught being, well, for the time being, naught being the brightest, the things you'll see first, one being less bright, two being more, uh, less and going down like that, okay? You can then get those which are even brighter, which are in the minus range, because the stars, well, you won't get any, I don't think you get any stars which are minus. However, like for example, Venus I think is minus four. Yeah, Venus, I believe, is minus yeah, it's four. Minus four. Okay? The sun is minus 26. And so that, that's in terms of their measurement. Okay? But uh, that's the general rule. The higher the number, the less bright it is, the later you will see it. It's a log scale. Basically. Right? And then you get in between. You can get, I don't know, 5.06. So they, they've got a whole measure. Right? And here you go. It's, it's a map of... Uh, that's a map of the various stars, if you can spot any star in the sky, that's when you'll see it. You, can, you should be able to work out when you'll see certain stars. Okay, that's, that's a map they've uh, showing the map of the show. Anyway, so, um, fine. So, so far, so good. Now, um, yeah, so what, what you've really got is like, there's, Six main sizes of stars. Six, you know, one, two, three, four. Obviously, in between as well. But one, two, three, four, five, six. So he says, let's now begin to try and understand what, what, uh, how you're going to measure. So you're going to go outside. You're going to look up, and you're going to say, oh, see one star. Oh, that's it. And we're not talking about the Kohen Gadol. We're not talking about the let's assume that they're planets. We don't. We're not unless we're going to have any time. We're not talking about this. So I'm, I'm ready. I'm looking for the stars. Right, one is day. He says, look. Um, yeah, he says, in Matthias, it sounds very straightforward. He says, in Matthias, however, first thing is, first thing is, the Matthias is changing from day to day. Relative stars, if you want to look at that, the stars are not in the same position as they were the night before. And if you go throughout the year, you go throughout the season. They are, we're not. Right, certainly which way you look at it, fine. but the atmosphere is changing. Yeah. yeah? The, um, what, what, what else you've got? You, I mean, uh, yeah, uh, what, what, what else do you have? Obviously, as I said, the, that's one of the main things is the stars you're seeing are completely different. He says, I'll, I'll give you an example, okay? Um, see where he, right. 
There are three very bright stars. This is in the month of Kisle. Okay? I'll give you the names of them if it helps you. Is there's a, a star called Bethel Goes, which is the goes that the size is 0.85. Uh, probably is, yeah. This is the, uh, the Hebrew bit, yeah, probably Beetle Juice. Okay, very good. What's Regal? Probably Regal, maybe. Uh, so you've got Bethel, Bethel goes, which is probably Beetle Juice, 0.85. Then you've got a star, Regal, which is 0.08. And then you've got Aldeba, Aldebaron. Aldebaron. Probably shaded as well, but that one. Alde. Huh? Probably shaded as well. Anyway, that's 0.78, okay? Now. He says, what's going to happen is, about roughly a quarter of an hour after Shkir, he says, you're going to see the brightest one, which is Regal. Okay? Then, wait about another five minutes, and you're going to see, suddenly, two stars are going to appear. Yeah. The Bethel goes, Beetlejuice, and the Aldebaran. If they're very, very close together. Well, what happened to your Bain Ashmoshes? You didn't have Bain Ashmoshes if you followed that. Quarter of an hour, you've got one star. Now we're back to two and back seconds. to 20 minutes, you've we're got three to, stars. We're back to where it goes is two seconds. It's fine. No, no, this, this is going in Rabbi Yehuda as well. So, um, well, you're right, according to Bain Rabbi Yehuda, it'll be fine. That'll be kind of fine. But it's, yeah? Yeah. Well, so what are you going to say in the summer then? He says, then let's see you go into the summer. He says, there is actually a star, oh, I said there was no, no minus, there's one called Arcaturus. Arcaturus. The arch or something, isn't it? Which is apparently minus 0.06. Then there's one called Vega, Vega or something, which is plus, it's 0.03. And then you've got Alta. And then Alta. Um, Those ones on uh, in the winter. You won't, you won't see them in the winter. Because they're in a different, uh, exactly, yeah. So that is, and that one is 0.78. So he says, what's going to happen is, the oh, first one, Arcaturus. It's the, it's the ball. It's the main one in the ball. Well, anyway, this one you'll see about a quarter of an hour again, about a quarter of an hour, so probably roughly after scale. Um, so, that is still there. Uh-huh. Right? Okay. When the. Um, the next one comes out, Vega, Vigo, whatever you want to call it, that's going to come out more or less very soon after, because it's very close by. Um, so two or three minutes later. That's when Vena Shosh starts. The third one is going to be, he says, is uh, about five minutes or more. Five minutes or more is, to some, you've got a Vena of five or more minutes, right? Um, so now, it's not terrifying. Yeah? yeah? So, what exactly, I mean, how, how we, um, what, what, what else is here? He's got another problem here as well. Yeah, exactly. He says, if you go by, um, he says, let's look in the winter and the summer. So we're looking for the two brightest stars, right? To know when being our should start. Yeah? Yeah? So in the winter, I've got, uh, well let's say in the summer, I've got two very, very bright stars. Minus 0.06 and um, 
yeah, past 0.03, doesn't actually bring that one. But anyway, that, that, that would pres- presumably be the, uh, Well, not even, he's, he, he, he says, even, even before that, let's look at just the first star. He says, the first star is going to be, in the winter will be the Arc, uh, sorry, the summer will be this Arcaturus, and in the winter will be Rigo, in Kisse, right? So he says, this time which we're talking about, which is still going to be day, you'll, so to speak, um, Yeah, he says you're going to have a longer time in the winter than in the summer. Because he says the time you'll see that, uh, as we said already, basically, the, the, the ones before you get to Benashmoshes. So it's not just Benashmoshes which is going to be much shorter in the winter, much, much shorter. You're also, the day is going to be much, much uh, longer in, in the winter. Because until you get to the 0.78 star, whatever it is, it's going to take much longer. Yeah? From the time you see the first star. Exactly. So, um, he's, he, I mean, look, he's, he's got a theory. I don't know whether La La, La, La is going to help us, but he's got a theory that he wants to suggest that the the um, when we're talking about one star, two star, and three star, we are talking about not a single star, a second star, and a third star. He wants to suggest we are talking about a group of stars that size. Let's say size one. Size two, size three. Constellations. Not necessarily constellations. Sort of the way they've grouped them. One is to do with the with the brightness of the stars or whatever it is. Yeah. So you're always looking for one, and that should theoretically go by the light of the sun. You'll see one group one, let's say one being by by their brightness, for example. I don't know what they consider to be what, but let's say one. You'll see when the sun is, let's say, I don't know, five degrees below the horizon. For argument's sake, I don't know what what it is, right? You'll see group two when it's seven degrees below the horizon. That's right. The truth is, it should be much earlier. So you'll see group one when it hits Shkia, let's say. Okay? The group two you'll see very soon afterwards. And so on and so forth. Yeah? This is the... Um, he says, if you take that, then it would actually make sense. It would be much, much easier to make, make sense. Otherwise, he says, because remember as well, who are we talking about? Are we talking about experts? If you're an expert, by the way, you'll, obviously you'll, also, you'll see the stars much sooner because you know where to look. Yeah. Um, so these are just sort of it's, it's an overview of, of the various sort of theistical problems with this, um, and therefore it's not necessarily as easy as one would think. The sort of just going outside, looking up, and that's it. In Matthias, that is that seems that is what they did. Again, whether it's experts, whether it goes by experts, whether it goes by that every person is a machoik. Whether it goes by me or you just looking outside, or whether it goes by people who know what they're doing, I think is, is discussed la halachah. Um, now, obviously, what we go by is we rely on various experts or various kazodians who, throughout the generations, they went outside and waited till they could see one star, two star, three star. What they based on that, we can then work out what they considered to be night based on the number of degrees below the horizon. And for space now we can also work out what they consider to be Kirchhoff and Gazodim, Kirchhoff and Kitan, and Kirchhoff and Bain in the Mazar. Yeah? Presumably yeah? people have been uh, more stargazing in those days. Than, uh, I mean, well, yeah, now that. That would have been normal. 
exactly, exactly like Conley and Shkia, all these things, they did it by the sun. In many ways, it was much more accurate. Honet. Honet is very simple. You just watch the sun. When you see the sun, oh, you summon Honet. That's it. You'll get it within a few seconds. Nowadays, you don't. It would be the common person would be familiar with it. You wouldn't need an expert. Oh, you're saying that for everyone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Khami, that, that, that could be. Now, the, the, the sort of expert would be the equivalent of the, uh, or, or relative experts would be. I mean, I don't know if they were all experts. Astronomers, but they, they, they knew what they were doing much more than we do. Yeah, true. Um, fine. Another point to, um, to stun is that this. The, 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 the run, the run brings a, you want to take a look inside. The run um, brings a, I think it's Yerushalmi. Which adds on in a Um Where's it gone? Here we go. With me one second. Yeah. Oh. He brings right right at, on on test twelve on Madadas, he brings right at the end of uh, Long Divar Moscow, right towards the end of the Perek, he brings the Ushami Brox which says Uvilvad is Khamon Salosa Khovim. Yeah. As long as you see the three stars, the Domyon Kechado Kechovoso, that they look like one star. Yes, they look like one star. And he says, Kaloma, what does that mean to say? Rutsupin. See them all together. Not that you look to see one star there, one star there, and one star there. This will not fit with, with what we've talked about before, and it's talking about different groups of stars, you know, size of stars, which, although in theory is very nice, he's doing it to try and answer up the thing. In practice, it's nice, it seems to be just look for three stars, that's it. So, in order to, we're looking for three stars which are together. What does that refer to? He says that, it's not for, for us, that's already what we probably call Kohov and Katana. At that point, it's ready. You can see the scale from the sun. That is the, that is what they they use. Um, that is what he says. We talk about in terms of tosefa shabbos. That's what he wants to suggest. And others make sorry shabbos when when you have to wait for. Um, he says that he brings actually interesting enough. He says that it's the ritzvah. He says what is his rosh in rosh shana? That testament base. He says pirush. You should see three stars, sorry, uh, yeah, Ritzufim, next to each other. As if they can be seen within one Amor. The Yishma Forshim, and some say, and some say within four Amors. Okay? He then goes on with the whole question to explain what the, uh, what the, um, not, I mean, not, not the Ritzvah, to explain what's the, how do you measure one Amor, and how do you measure four Amors. doesn't mean that from our perspective it's within 50 centimetres of, uh, you know, a space of like 50 centimetres or something. As opposed to, huh? to what? So, there, there are ways of actually, he says in a, well, just very briefly, he says, gen- generally speaking, 
see if we can get this, is like this. He says, we, we, we don't really measure, me- measure distance between stars, we measure it in terms of degrees. Degrees between, between stars. Um, sounds right, like a, like, uh, what do you call it, an arc. Um, he says, because obviously we, we don't really know what, what, what the distance is between stars. Um, he says, nonetheless, he says, if you go back and to pick Hadmonium, you'll find they did seem to seemingly measure it in terms of distance. He says, what it comes out is, is like this, in Amal, um, in the time of the Babylonians, uh, time of the Greeks as well, the early, the early Greeks, he says, would be about, we call today, two degrees. Um, he says, for, to give you an idea of what that is, he says, the moon, like what you see of the moon, is half, what they call half a degree. Yeah? So if you're talking about two degrees being an Amor, you're talking about putting four moons next to each other. That's the distance, that would be the space which fills up an Amor. And if you're looking for four Amors, it's going to be 16 moons. Yeah? You've got to imagine a space, sort of a gap of 16 moons. That's where you're looking for the three stars. We're talking about the moon when it's high, it's supposed to when it's low. I think it's too much bigger when it's low. I don't know. That's a good point, I don't know. Presumably. Presumably, yes, yeah, otherwise it will be quite a big area. Um, he says that is, that is one way of, of looking at it. He says that, that I think he's, he, there is another way of doing it by simply they, they put out their hand or something. And, um, understand this other one he says the other way of doing it is he says what you do is I'll just read, read you what he says is he says there's a way of doing it sort of open mighty in a practical way is that you um, if you stretch out your hands kula the orka right the lengthwise and you look the Tefach Shel Kafayat. Okay? Over the Dekar Shemayim, right? Over the... He says, this Tefach apparently covers um, about 10 degrees. Yeah? So in which case he says, the Shetach which... He says, in which case, what you're looking for is the, where, where with three three stars is going to be. You're looking for a tefach bochetzi, fifteen degrees. Fifteen degrees. Hold on. So what, what, what do we see beforehand? If you're looking for four amos, huh? Which means the maximum shear was eight degrees, and the lowest shear was one degree, two degrees. Sorry. You said that before. We said with uh, four minutes. Exactly. Two degrees. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, eight degrees. So that, 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 that's why I'm not. Exactly. So that, that's that's why I'm not quite understand. Is why is it one and a half? Should be just under one. Tefach. 
Right, so I'm, I'm not I'm not exactly sure how that how, how that one works, but that that basically gives gives us some sort of I think it's there's another possibility. It just gives you an idea that there is this concept of having to see what we call shloshal kechavim rutzuken. Yeah, night is when you can see three stars. Then there's something which we take out we take out Shabbos a bit later. The Sefer is when you can see what's called shloshal. If you hear this term shloshal kechavim. When you see three stars next to each other. Yeah. Okay, and according to Israel's voice, an armor or four armor, whatever that means. Okay? Actually, I always thought you look up and you can see three stars when you look up. That means they're together. Right. So, that is, as I said, that's the sort of the partly the, the practical side of the, the three stars. As I said, with everything said and done, it does seem to matter the way it's measured if you look for three stars. With all the problems, okay, we've got, he says there are certain problems, that's coming from somebody who's got a bit of, as, more than just a bit of astronomical knowledge. He says there are, he doesn't, certain things on the Matthias are a bit difficult for us to understand. But, that's the, um, that's the, the theory. It could be, these, this simon has to be used in, sort of, in conjunction with the other symbolism anyway, and therefore it's, they sort of work together, if you want, at least you need two out of the three. But that's the, the theoretical thing, that when you see three stars, then it is night. Let's finish off now. Omar Rabbi Yeshi Ba'azavida, for Rabbi Zavida. So Rabbi Yeshi for Rabbi Zavida, he says, Ha'isa Malacha B'Shnei Bein Ashmoshes, somebody who does Malacha during, sort of through two Bein Ashmoshes, Chayab Chafes, Chayab Akarun Chafes. In other words, this means Erev Shabbos, from the beginning of Bein Ashmoshes to the end of Bein Ashmoshes, he was doing Malacha. Then, as going into, through going into Mozoi Shabbos, he does Malacha again throughout the whole of Bein Ashmoshes. So then what we do is we say it's Chayi V'chatos because Mimonoshach he's not an Oshem Tali anymore. Mimonoshach. Either it's day, either Bein Ashmoshes is day. Maximum, what, what do you want to say? Erev Shabbos? Oh, it's not Chayi V'chatos because the whole of Bein Ashmoshes was day. So in which case, on Shabbos, going through into Mozoi Shabbos, he was doing Malacha throughout Bein Ashmoshes, which was day. Yeah? And this is what we talked about earlier on Lamed Dada Zom Zayi. Here we're talking about he did Malacha throughout the whole of Bein Ashmoshes. So now you can't have it both ways. If it's two points in time, then I could theoretically, depending if you do it the right way around, you could say, well, Erev Shabbos I did it earlier, it's still day. On Shabbos I did it, right, towards the end of Ein Ashmosh, it was night. But here what you did from beginning to end, monotop. If you want to say it's all day, then you're high about the Shabbos. If you're, right, the Shabbos, day Ein Ashmosh. If you want to say it's all night, then you're high up for the Erev Shabbos, stick of Ein Ashmosh. If you want to say it's half, half, okay, see, at some point you did Malacha on Shabbos. So as long as it was what we call Behenna Mephod, in one forgetful moment, you'd be Chayva, you'd be Chayva Chatzid. It's two hours on this, and not necessarily. Because they're not necessarily mid-style. Um, oh. So, Omale Rav Adashane, Rav said to Shamesh, Atun Zalokim Luchu B'Shiura D'Rabonon. You who are not experts, you don't really understand the Shiura D'Rabonon. So, Adashimsha Aresh Dikle Itzlu Shiragon. When the sun is on the tops of the trees, basically on the top of the tree, the palm trees, it's Rishragal. Go light the candles. In other words, don't try and be clever and, ooh, and all these things. If you don't, or one star, if you don't know the, the simonim, you're not the key in it, and that includes us nowadays, says Mr. Burra, we don't rely on the simonim. Therefore, he says, Mr. Burra, the Paskins, he says, you have to light before Shkir. Seemingly, he's saying this even in the Shusha of the Shulchan Aruch, who thought obviously passing back the Rabbeinu Tan doesn't make any distinction. 
right? So, I mean, he's already passed, I think he's already passed with regards to Shabbos anyway, you should be keeping the bringing in Shabbos before the the of the going. That was the, the, the sort of accepted suck because it's Shabbos. Um, so he says for us, make sure you like before Shkia. Don't try and be clever and work out how long it's going to be after Shkia. But you know, I'm on So the Gemara says, so what do you do on a cloudy day? If it's a cloudy day, you won't see the sun on the tops of the trees. So what do you do then? So um, and Shabbos, we just choose to bring Shabbos in earth to be safe. Yeah, correct. Correct, yeah. So, um, you see, the truth is, it's also important to point out, how early can you bring in Shabbos? According to the Ravina Tam, you can only bring in Shabbos really from Shkir. Yeah, it's a real, it's a real issue then. Yeah? Because, what's this ever Shabbos? Can't be when it's too, too early, on in the day. Yeah. So, I'll be Shukhar, from Shkir. However, based on Tosis, we have Tosis and Brachos, so you could do it from Plagamit. And that's why we do it from Plag Amemcha. If we rely on that, just you can do it from, from uh, Plag Amemcha. I think it's the, the, the remote mixes. Yeah? If you look at many of they talk about it being from what we call Shkir. Because according to our being in town proper, it doesn't start till, uh, till, um, sort of being Ashmosh doesn't start till the second Shkir. From the first Shkir, that's when you can already do Tosavish Shabbos. Obviously, we do it from Plag Amemcha, we go like Tosavish. Uh, in Brochus, I think it was that he said you can do it from uh, from from uh, already. You can you can you can accept Shabbos. So the Gemara asks them, "The Yemam on my, what do you do on a cloudy day? You're not going to see the the the, um, the sun on the top of What do we do?" So he says that this. The Gemara answers, "The Mosa in the city, Chazita Negeila. As long as you see the chickens outside, you know it's not yet. Uh, you know it's, it's still day. Because as it gets when it comes to being Ashmosis." They'll basically, they, they go back into their coops. The Dabra, if you're in the field, Urvi. You look around for the, for the birds, the, the, the ravens. Same idea, Rashi says they'll be sitting on, on like the beams. Again, they hang around as long as it's day. Once it gets towards night, they go out into the, they, they go back to their home. Or whatever it is. Inami, or the other way of doing it is Adani. You look at the Adani. What's that? It's a, ter- a certain type of flower. Rashi identifies as mallow that basically what happens is, during the day, the way, the, the way, the way Rashi learns it, it, it basically follows the sun. Yeah, you ever heard of such a Yeah. So in the morning, the flowers are facing towards the east. Yeah, they leave. I'm sorry, in the, in the midday, they're facing straight up. In the evening, they face towards the west. And if you can follow it based on that, you can know where what they're doing, I mean, I don't know if I'm right, they sort of just droop, I don't know what, type, what happened. You can follow it based, based, uh, based on that. The, 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 the sorry? Apparently they will. I don't know. The light intensity will probably still be slightly stronger where the sun is. And the plant will probably register that and tilt in that direction. Apparently. The, the, the run says something, something slightly different. He says that it's to do with the flower opening and closing. What happens is it starts off completely closed. Throughout the morning it opens, opens, opens until it gets midday. It's fully open and then it starts closing again as the day goes on. That's how the 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 run says that that's the type of uh, that's the type of plant he says we're, we're talking about here. So a couple of shots in what exactly is basically a plant. Now they basically just follow your luach. 
Okay, it's all being calculated for us. It'll spoil from this. We, we, we don't have to try and... Uh, So if we if if we take take a look at Rashi, so Rashi says Bishnei Ben Ashmoshes, the right, the first few lines there, Bishnei Ben Ashmoshes, the person did Melacha through the two Ben Ashmoshes, Erev Shabbos and Mitzvah Shabbos, Erev Shabbos and Mitzvah Shabbos, the Helam Echot in one Helam, in Kan Oit Oshem Tadi, so you don't have you no longer have an Oshem Tadi El Achatos, it becomes a Achatos, yeah, correct. Um, I'm just trying to think now why. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm, just, I'm just trying to work out why, why does it have to be Helen Michael? Why can't it be too hard on us? Anyone know why? Oh, exactly. So if it was too hard on us, you could potentially end up with at least two, possibly even more, depending on how, how many uh, forgetful moments you have. Potentially, you could end up with more. So you say, if you want to get a situation where you'd be high just one chatos, memonoshov, so just say the whole thing was there in a mechot. Memonoshov, somewhere there, you've done a melochot. I mean, you may have done more than one melochot by that time, but it's, for one harem, you only have one. For one child, it's one harem, it's going to be one. Right. Memonoshov, which we say, because either way, if you say, memonoshov, it is night, chayev, alayr, shabbos, then you're going to be chayev for the melochot on erev shabbos. The shalmei tzoy shabbos, in the kulum, the melochot you did on the tzoy shabbos, there's nothing, it's really night. The Yomomo, if you see that the whole of Ben Ashmoshis was day, then Chayav on Mitzoy Shabbos, the Chayav of the Melocha you did on going into Mitzoy Shabbos, because it's still day. Then you should have Erev Shabbos Kulun. And what you did on Erev Shabbos is nothing. Uchagorina, for example, the Omar they called Ben Ashmoshis, they did the Melocha throughout the whole of Ben Ashmoshis, the Lech of the Tapuke, the Haibit Chilos, the Haibit Sefer. You can't start making mistakes and say, oh, well, this is at the beginning of Ben Ashmoshis, this was at the end, this is still day, this is night. Right? No, you did throughout the whole thing. There was Mimonashov. It's either all day, all night, half half. It was definitely at some point you ended up doing Malacha during the night. So then we finally finished off. Robert told his Shabbos, she said, You're not Boki the Shira de Rabbanon. You're not Boki the Shira de Rabbanon. I've been Ashmoshes. So what you should do is, Atlu Itlu Hadlikra Tanem and Oedion. You should light the candle when it's definitely still day. Um, obviously, as we said, it's got to be beyond five minutes. Um, so he said, what, what do we look for when the sun is on the tops of the trees? He says, but what if it's, uh, if it's a cloudy day? Oh, don't worry. If you're in the city, look for the, for the, um, for the chickens. Hayesh and Malakos, which are sitting on the beams with the Odeon, whilst it's still day. But over the so to the ravens in the field. Or you can look at the other Ani. Is Asef HaKori Malvo, Malo, I mean, in English it's called Malo. It's an Asef called Malo, which is, um, basically it's got purple flowers and, uh, I don't know what else it has. 
very other well, one or two other points to, to describe it, brought in the definition, but it's, uh, I know it's called Pelsasar, that's what I remember of it. So, Olin Shaloh, noting the Sa'at HaChamo, and its leaves go always lean towards the sun. So, Shachar is in the morning, Kupuf in the Mizrach, they bend towards the, they've got round leaves, I was remembering that, that was another thing. Right, it's got round leaves, and it, be, it bends towards the east. Uvachachayot, midday, the Kupin, it's straight up, Ula Erev, and in the evening, Kupuf in the Odemaro, they're very much bent over to the west. Okay? Halakha the Maita nowadays, we, uh, it's important that it's already sort of, sort of mentioned here already in this, in this sugya. Perhaps tomorrow we'll just talk a little more about it. But we know the way Shulchan Oroch Tatsun, at least, starts off with is once the Tibur has said Borahu, but nowadays it's more accepted we do it with Mizmashir. Some even do it with Lechadodi uh, once you've been, uh, the last line there. But whichever point it is, is the accepted Minad, if you're part of that Tibur, that is Shabbos. There's nothing more to talk about. Yeah. Right, we're going to talk more about this, about sort of when, when Shabbos comes in, if you're on your own, if you're part of the Sibur, if you're in a town, etc. But that is the general idea, and there are, and this is perhaps we'll maybe just speak very briefly about this tomorrow, but is, th- this is unbelievable, because although we said, being Ashmoshes, you can do a Malach, or not, there's certain Malachas through Abonim which can be done, once the Tzibur have said Baruch or arguably even when a Yochit has been Makabal Shabbos okay no longer can you do the Durabonim because you've accepted Shabbos or the Tzibur have accepted Shabbos some say it's, the Vialoch says the Mordechad as Shem will maybe we'll see it tomorrow who says it only, it only goes on the Tzibur not on the Yochit but the point is, it's Shabbos. Masha Eke be Ashmoshes. If I was never Makabal Shabbos, and I did, I did out on the desert, you're staying somewhere where there's no, where there's no, uh, no, no minion anyway. Because if there's a minion, you have to go after that town. Well, no one's, no one's going to be bringing in Shabbos after being Ashmoshes. They shouldn't be, at least, right? But if you're living on your own, so obviously you can't start doing a lot after being Ashmoshes. But there are bonons, I can say, Likabe, there are bonons, I can say it's still day. I could argue, but once you're Makabal Shabbos, it's irrelevant it's day or night. You be Makabal Shabbos. Sure. Now Shabbos. Or the Tibur at least. So in a practical sense, this doesn't really affect us. Because in a practical sense, you will never get to Bein Ashmoshes without the Tibur. We live in a town where there's... You can take the latest Tibur if you want. Yeah, if you have two Tibur's in a day. That's something else. Then you can go by the latest Tibur unless you're doubling in that shul. Yeah. Central. Huh? So there are two minions in the shul. If there are two minions in the shul, it, the, the, there's a shul speaker. It's not so posh. There's, 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 there's a shuvah. Yeah, there's, there's a lot depends on whether whether there's like a balabayis there. If there's like a, if it's uh, like more when I say shtibel, the the rob lives up there. He's mumsh the balabayis that place. There are shes. I remember looking at this uh, many years ago. There's a shuvah of dying about this. Where he talks about. In Israel, increasingly, there's an early yeah. minion. To talk about it, whether you go after the road, whether you go after the balabayas of the shul, those are the that, 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 that we'll, we'll still speak about.